right, good morning, good evening, or good night, depending on what time you're joining us. This is Cyber Chat with Cyber Smart. I'll be your host today. I'm uh, Robert Mitchell, also known as Mitch. I am with the cybersecurity team here at Novant Health, and I'm joined by Evan and Nikki. Evan, Nikki, you want to go ahead and uh, say hello? Hey, everybody. My name is Evan Felker. I, too, work in the cybersecurity policy and compliance area um, of Novant Health. Nikki? I'm Nikki Wilkins, and I also work for cybersecurity products and services in policy and compliance. All right, today we're going to be going over some tips and tricks provided to us by the Cybersecurity Infrastructure Security Agency. All right, and that's CISA, for those who are tracking. Uh, every year they put out this little holiday online safety sheet, and we thought we would go over it and provide some remarkable insight for cybersecurity pros that work here at Novant Health. So starting off, we have tip number one, which is check your devices. Before making any online purchases, make sure that the device you're using to shop is online and up to date. Next, take a look at your accounts and ask, do they have strong passwords? And even better, if two-factor authentication is available, are you using it? Evan, are your devices up to date? I don't know. Last time I checked, or at least I try to make sure that they're up to date. So, What about you, Nikki? You, uh, you like to ignore that little thing in the taskbar that says, update your system? Oh, no. In fact, I got one for my cell phone yesterday, and I immediately put that sucker in place. So that's a good uh, that's a good tip right there. You On your cell phones, your computers, even the devices in your houses, like IoT devices, cameras, and things, make sure that if there's an update available, that you patch it as soon as it's available. That is usually indicative of a cybersecurity-related um vulnerability that the manufacturers found and that they're patching it. So when they throw that out at you and say, update your systems, make sure that you patch that. It only takes a few minutes of your time and it uh, protects you while you're shopping online. You can enable automatic software updates if you want. Those are, like Nikki said, they, they pop right up on your phone. The Windows usually does it itself and uh, I'm sure Mac does as well. I'm not a Mac user myself, but you know, to each their own. Uh, Passwords. Everybody using a strong password. What's what's your password, Evan? <laughs> password. <laughs> password. All right. So that is a, that's a no no. <laughs> using password as your password is not going to be very secure. Uh, but you can use things like password managers, password vaults, and things like that. I, that, I like uh, to use song lyrics as my password. That's so another good one. I, I I get the chorus of one of my favorite songs that I'm listening to on repeat, and if I have to create a new password, I use you know, a couple words from the chorus or a do, couple words. Do you words. use it as a passphrase versus a password? Definitely. As long as there are not like those complex character restrictions that we all get where we have to add a number or a special character. If it's something where I can just use a phrase and type it out, that's so much easier. But for the ones that you have to get all complicated with, um, the password managers are very helpful for those because I can never remember if I put the exclamation point in the middle or what number I use. Did I use my son's basketball number or what? I mean, you know, like what number did I use? Yeah, those password generators are very helpful. They'll usually help you generate a strong password that not even you can remember. And you just log in with one password. You get in there, you have everything organized and uh, you can have different passwords, different strong passwords for everything. So. That's another uh, top recommendation for that. So we'll go ahead and over to Evan for tip number two. Yeah, so tip number two is only shopping through trusted sources. I got a funny story with this. I've, I've been the, uh, the victim of not doing so, but 
just some things you want to look out when you're when you're shopping online, especially through the holiday season. You know, we see these pop-up shops, uh, individuals selling goods and services on Etsy or different uh, uh, different vendor sites. Uh, we want to make sure that one, we're we're going to those sites through trusted trusted avenues, right? You know, if you see it pop up in a sidebar, you see an ad just kind of pop up on your screen. Really, the best practice to never click through any of those things. Uh, make sure that if you see it, you're interested in it, go directly to the site. Then, two, you can kind of vet the the sites that you're going to to make sure that uh, that they're real um, and that you you trust. There's a couple different things that you can look at. Uh, you're looking at the the URL bar to see if it's a trusted site. It's got um, certificates, those kinds of things. Um, but you know, in my case, there are times too where uh, where you try to do everything the right way and it just doesn't pan out. Uh, you know, the circumstance I'm thinking of personally is I'm I'm a part of some trusted forums online for the the sale and transfer of, of antique motorcycle parts and uh, got caught in a scam. Um, trying to order some parts, everything looked good. Uh, had great conversation with the individual that I was buying things from. Uh, got pictures, got verifications, got receipts for shipping, all those good things that you would want and that you would go through the process of, of wanting to get if you're buying something online. Um, only to find out later that myself and others had been scammed, but there's, there's other things that you can do, uh, right? Utilizing uh, safe payment methods or utilizing um, uh, different platforms that provide assurances. So again, these trusted sources, websites that are legitimate are going to have some sort of uh, a mitigation resource that if something does occur, um, that you can you know recoup lost funds or anything like that. So just uh, just to keep aware of where you're shopping, the websites that you're accessing, how you're accessing them. Also, those Google searches, right? Because like um, my father-in-law is notorious. He loves getting on Google and just searching random things to kill time. And especially during the holiday season, you know, we tend to to do Google searches to try and find the best deals on things. And a lot of times the first few links that pop up are sponsored. Like they look kind of like advertisements, um, but they, but to your point, Evan, they may not be from reputable sites. It may be some scammer trying to take advantage of you looking for a holiday deal. So definitely be on the lookout for that. The first few sites that pop up, if they say sponsored or advertisement, you really want to scroll past those and look for places that you would typically shop. Absolutely, I agree with that. I think another item uh, to think of if you go in and you want to shop on a website, uh, a lot of the time you can link your Google accounts to sign in, right? And instead of creating a new account, instead of uh, you know wanting to go through guests, maybe you've got payment methods that are saved to your right. Google accounts. Um, a really good rule of thumb is not to link your accounts to multiple different websites because then it just opens you up to uh, the potential for, for future trouble. So that's really good, really good there, Nikki. Right. Uh, so Kevin, did they make you pay with a, uh, with a with a gift card? No, no gift cards. Uh, <laughs> I didn't have to bail anybody out of jail. I wasn't stuck on the phone for too long. Uh, and luckily, I did use a trusted third party uh, for payments. So was I think that's uh, tip number three, if we're not mistaken. Is that right, Nikki? Yeah, so tip number three is to use safe methods for purchases. So basically, um, when you're doing those transactions online, uh, to look for safe ways to make those purchases. So uh, you can use a credit card, for instance, um, instead of your debit card. I know some banks, especially during the holiday season, offer like one-time use credit cards, especially for like large purchases. Um, and then always reviewing your bank statement, 
um, looking for, you know, charges that you may not recognize. Be wary of those deals that come through your email this time of year, too, because a lot of times, you know, we do searches and they follow us around the Internet. So it's not hard for somebody to just see your interests. So they may try and fish you with something that you, to Evan's point, that you actually were interested in purchasing. So just kind of be wary of, of the, the, the messages that you get, especially if they're asking you to provide like personal information, um, such as bank account numbers. Uh, for me personally, I don't think I've used my debit card to purchase anything in probably the last two to three years. I use a dedicated credit card to pay for everything. And then I just pay it off monthly um, so that I don't incur the interest charges. But actually, recently, I had a fraudulent purchase show up on that card from Amazon. And I was able to contact Visa um, through, the, through the channel that the card came through and cancel the card. And they shipped out a new one and I got it within two days. So not only using the credit card for purchases so you're not responsible for, for fraudulent purchases, but also having those notifications because... I immediately saw it um, come up on a text message and it said you had purchased something from Amazon that I didn't recognize. And I do a lot of Amazon shopping, but I try and, you know, keep track of what I'm what I'm buying. So as soon as that popped up, I immediately contacted the bank and I said, you know, this wasn't me. I didn't make this purchase. And they were very accommodating and got me my new card right away. So. Yeah, there's a lot of trusted partners out there, right? So your, your credit card providers, I mean, obviously that's Fraud, they're, they're insured for fraudulent right. you know, charges like that, and it's an easier easier path to get your money back and not be accountable for it. But then you've got things like PayPal, you've got things like Venmo, Cash App, those things. Be wary of those as well, but the, I mean, it, look into what what uh, actions can be taken if there are are you know fraudulent purchases there. I mean, the, those ones are big players. They're gonna they're probably gonna take care of you a, a lot better than uh, smaller Cash App things, but. Um, or smaller cash uh, transfer apps, but you know, just make sure you're using trusted services for those payments, and uh, you can potentially recoup funds if you need to recoup funds. Or absolutely, and that way you're not too your your bank account and your finances are not put you know in jeopardy because of of purchases you didn't make. Those are all excellent tips. Great stories, uh, everybody. Um, if you want to check out these tips and tricks. They are available on the CISA website, cisa.gov slash shop safely. Or you can access them right here at Novant through the CyberSmart page. If you go to the iConnect homepage and you click on team member resources, uh, down there underneath, underneath C, you will see CyberSmart. Uh, you click on that and you can get these tips along with many other tips for staying safe online, uh, how to protect yourself from cybersecurity incidents, fraud, uh, and many other podcasts and tips that we will be putting out throughout the year. We thank you for joining us and uh, hope you have a great day. Safe holiday shopping, everyone.